Thank you once again for joining me for Sitam Church Online. My name is Reverend Kwame Rubadiri. We've been considering for the last three weeks or so uh, the title, Living Out Your Life. And this week, particularly, because we are observing Passion Week, or the week in which we remember the story of the great redemption and sacrifice made on our behalf by our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. A couple of days ago, we observed Palm Sunday. And we celebrated how Jesus triumphantly rode into Jerusalem, uh, getting ready to fulfill uh, the ministry and fulfill the mission for which God had sent him into the world. In a few more days, we will be considering Good Friday, uh, where Jesus was tortured, beaten, where he shared a last meal with his disciples uh, before he was then taken to the cross, crucified on our behalf, died, and then was buried. And next Sunday, we celebrate Resurrection Sunday the fact that Jesus rose from the dead and lives forevermore. We want to show and, and see how all of those different pieces fit together with the wonderful story and narrative of King Hezekiah as we see it in 2 Kings chapter 20. Please join me after a few moments. recognize that King Hezekiah responded to some sad news, some pretty serious news that he had received in uh, 2 Kings chapter 20. Verse 1, God told him quite directly that he needed to put his house in order because he was about to die. His response was to turn his face to the wall and to bitterly weep and cry and pray and ask God to do this. To remember, Lord, how I have walked before you faithfully and with a wholehearted devotion I have done what is good in your eyes. And Hezekiah wept bitterly. Now, we've considered over the last couple of times together how Hezekiah's walk, how he conducted himself before God, recognized who he was and his calling, how his uh, devotion, how his will, how his character was consistent with what God had called him to do. And he was obedient to the heavenly vision God had given to him. But we see that what comes out of that is a wonderful work of God. He did what was good in the eyes of God. In other words, what you and I will do with our lives will really be an outcome or a byproduct of how we conduct ourselves in our relationship with God every single day and how that creates the character of God within us. Because then what we offer to the world in terms of our work, in terms of the deeds of our hands, comes out of a consistent and authentic relationship that we have with the Lord Jesus Christ. It is those kinds of works, not just hypocritical tasks to help the poor here and there, but the kind of work that pleases God is the kind of work that comes out of an obedient relationship with Him and a deep godly character formed in our lives. It's consistent wherever we go. It's consistent whether the situation around us is harsh or it is a good and pleasing one. It is consistent and pleasing before God because He is not only the author of it, but He sustains it for His glory. Our challenge, and I believe God is showing us through the life of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, is that if we live according to God's design and plan, we will fulfill, we will have the capacity to fulfill the work of God 
in our lives. Jesus lived a life that was consistently uh, in obedience with the Father. He always said, whatever I do, the Father has shown me. I live in obedience to God the Father. No one could fault Jesus that he at any time did anything hypocritical or wrong. The Bible says that he lived a life that was tempted, but he did not sin. And yes, he was able to fulfill the mission that God sent him to fulfill. He had then the capacity to do exactly what God had sent him into this world to do, to die for your sins and mine and to rise from the dead, to give us hope of everlasting life if we would put our faith in him. I pray that you and I will live out that kind of life, a life that walks with God, a life that is shaped by God, and a life that does the work of God in a way that pleases God. God bless you.